Hello and welcome to Extra Innings Econ with Mr. DeVita and Mr. Bainey, where we talk all things economics, what's going on, current events, COVID bill happening, and extra credit. Yeah, so hopefully you stick around for the full time uh, this episode and you might hear something interesting. But let's get right started here. Jobs reports uh, coming out, Mr. DeVita, this, uh, this past week. And a positive 379,000 new jobs were added this past month. So that's always good news. Yeah, I mean, there's still a long way to go. I think uh, they projected it out. We would have to keep this amount of jobs increase each month for the next like three years to get back to where we were before all of this happened. And by this, I mean a year ago with a lot of the COVID shutdowns. So, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of people in the, uh, the restaurant business, in the service industry that have still not been able to fully recover. And a lot of things have changed, but it's really good news. Hopefully it keeps trending upward. I mean, if we have a couple months where in the summer it could pick up to maybe 500,000 jobs in for those months, because more people end up working uh, in the summer. So that might be a, might be a good sign here. That would be crucial. And you, we all know my favorite sport, MLB. They're looking at having fans at this at the game. And we all know the ripple effect of, of summer concerts and summer outings, summer events summer uh, fall games, movies, theme parks, they all have a ripple effect in the economy. And hopefully with uh, the increased vaccinations, uh, continuing social distancing and masks and all the other, of the other health policies, we can see the economy start to grow, which is uh, a two for one deal, I believe. Um, heading uh, into that, you know, piggybacking on that, we've got the COVID bill, which is more of a gov topic, but there's lots of stuff for econ that's related to it as well. Uh, focusing on job growth for the United States, uh, child poverty, okay, trying to reduce child poverty with some different child tax credits uh, every uh, April 15th coming now, and also looking to fight inflation, okay, so we'll, we'll see that in a later unit, but whenever there's a big chunk of money out there, prices tend to rise, and so the COVID bill is looking to address a lot of things. Inflation might be the least of our worries right now when we have a pandemic, though. Yeah, one of the bigger concerns is the, uh, the child rate and child poverty. One in seven U.S. children are raised in poverty and due to uh, the, all the shutdowns and COVID and the pandemic last year, uh, 500,000 less kids were born. So the government is looking for a way to help incentivize parents because as Mr. Bainey and I know, raising kids, it ain't cheap. It's, it's tough work and it's, it's expensive. And we're not just talking about all of the high-end extra fun stuff. Even the basics are expensive. So any credit, any um, help to reduce child poverty, childhood uh, hunger, childhood uh, medical issues, that's always a step in the right direction. We always want a growing, happy, healthy generation ahead of us. Yeah, and, and before this uh, this new change, it was $2,000 uh, per child, I think like up to four kids mm -hmm. uh, for the tax credit at the end of the year where parents could either pay less taxes or possibly get some money back. It has been increased up to 3600 for kids under six and 3,000 for kids six to 17. So um, some good news for parents out there. Yes, absolutely. And moving forward, due this week, okay, we watched a couple of uh, videos about some Cuban sandwiches, uh, trading a paperclip for a house and seeing what life is like in the olden days. Okay, so remember your assignment due this weekend, what percentage of the economic systems would you choose if you could just create a new country? Would you have a 20% market, a 30% command? What, what percentages would you go with, okay, and why? So make sure you get that done. 
uh, fun little uh, assignment and, you know, kind of a little creative uh, creative uh, bit for you. And we're interested in your, your numbers. Yeah, well, we always like to hear from, uh, you know, the younger generation and what ideas they have and how, how they could help stimulate the economy, what jobs are going to look like in the future. I mean, these are all important things that we're going to have to uh, dive into. Yeah, and regardless of all of our ages here, the economy is going to look different in the next five to ten years than it had in the last five to ten. So that is definitely something to, to keep in mind, and we're anxious to hear what you've got to say. Okay, and if you hear that sound, the crack of the bat, you are in tune for some extra credit. So where we're getting this extra credit question from is all the way out on the West Coast. So in 2019, the Stockton, California Economic Empowerment Distribution had a, had a goal. Uh, they wanted to see what would happen if they gave 125 individuals $500 a month for two years. These individuals were randomly selected from neighborhoods with a median income at or below $46,033, which coincidentally is Stockton, Californians' median household income. Okay, so a little social experiment here. And what we found after a year or so of the data coming in is that families were most likely to spend this money on food, home goods, utilities, and gasoline for their cars. And another kind of cool finding is that even though these people were getting more money a month free of charge, no strings attached from this economic uh, empowerment council, the employment rate grew from 28% of the people who were employed before this experiment up to 40%. So some pretty good economic news, a little uh, universal basic income experiment. They've done them in Europe for quite a bit, but now we're bringing it here to the United States. So yeah, there's actually some cities that are just experimenting with it as well. I believe there's 10 cities signed up, uh, even if it's as small as $200 extra a month for people and just to see to study them and see what happens as a result. So they're, they're seeing some pretty interesting things. Um, and you might think, hey, that's really expensive for all of us taxpayers to be just giving out money. But if you cut other things and you're just giving money instead of, uh, you know, handling the money, it, it's actually cheaper in the long run if people are, are smart with their money. So yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of interesting, a little bit backwards to traditional mm -hmm. thinking, but had some positive outcomes. Yeah, and it's actually a little bit of uh, the government planning, but then a lot of your freedom. What are you going to use that money for? So it's got a little bit of everything for, for everyone here. So your extra credit, give us a what's mail. What's mail, Mr. DeVito and me? What would you do differently if you could have an extra $500 a month for the next two years? What would you do? What risks would you take? What jobs would you go after? What colleges would you pay for? What on earth would you do? $500 a month, no strings attached, two years. Mr. Vita, any ideas before we before we go? No, I think that's it. Looking forward to see what you guys have to say. All righty. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy the Wednesday weather. <laughs>